wanted to do something at the top here um, before we get to the rest of the podcast because the Suns did up did, did end up winning last night against the Nuggets. Uh, Booker was excellent again. Shot 70% from the field. Um, I don't really know what you do with that guy anymore if you're the Nuggets. Um, despite Jokic's 53 points, they lose. Uh, Katie's being used so effectively as a decoy. And now the series is tied 2-2. I think me, Aro and I both thought that the Suns were going to lose tonight, but they ended up pulling it out. Uh, Shamit was really great. Um, hit some big threes and some big moments. Um, now the series goes back to Denver. And you've seen that the role players from both sides of the series have played better at home. Um, if you're Denver, you're kind of hoping that that continues because um, you got two of the last three games at home, and you're hoping Porter plays better. Honestly, Murray plays better at home, it seems, and definitely uh, Gordon. So um, it was a close game with about five minutes left, but Booker really pushed him over the top, and uh, that Jokic turnover late and the jump ball uh, kind of decided the game. Um, so 2-2, um, I think you're still pretty – you're still feeling pretty good if you're Denver, just because uh, you know you wonder how long uh, Katie and Booker can sustain this. But man, Booker has just been unbelievable in the mid range. You can't really stop him, and Denver doesn't have that big wing to to really bother him that much. So I think that's a little concerning. But um, if they can keep this up, the sky's the limit. So yeah. Um. Welcome to the Weekend Wire. It is Sunday, May the seventh. Um, we just watched, R and I, a great game in Philadelphia where the Sixers were able to avoid their classic choking ways. Um, and even they tried their best. Yeah, they really did. Even the series up at 2-2. Um, we haven't talked about that series yet at all, actually. The last podcast we did was on Monday, um, right before game one. And... Uh, it's been pretty. It's been pretty good and pretty even so far. So we're gonna hit that. Uh, we'll get to Warriors Lakers after that because we haven't touched on that series either. And Game Four is gonna be tomorrow in that series. Um, and then we'll do Nuggets Suns, which will have Game Four tonight, and Knicks Heat, which uh, resumes tomorrow with Game Four. So, um, but anyway, uh, Game Four today. Um, Harden and Bede both have these big first halves. Tatum really struggles in the first half. He goes only one for nine from the field, but uh, really picked it up in the second half. His rebounding was really great in this game. I think he ended with 18 or 19 rebounds. Um, it was just all around great game from him. The Celtics offense kind of died when when Brown came out of the game in the first half. It was just like uncharacteristic kind of ball-stopping stuff from them that you kind of hoped that with that team and all the shooting they have and all the the speed and stuff when they're when the ball's flying around they're really at their best um but uh, to be fair they did a lot of that last year too like throughout their playoff run yeah the ball stopping finals um kind of kind of doomed them having with miami a bit um but he and brogdon uh jalen brown i mean kept them pretty close was a nine point lead at half um and the they kind of they're kind of gaining ground throughout the third quarter and then there's six minutes left in the fourth Celtics cut it to two, um, six minutes left. You can kind of feel like just even through the TV, like the nervous energy, like sort of the weird sounds coming from the Philly crowd because just all the, all the terrible shit that's happened in that building. Um, it's kind of like, you kind of just feel it. Um, the game is tied 30 seconds later. Um, so about five minutes left. Um, Horford's blocking Embiid. He's kind of dominating Embiid. Um, you can see Embiid being, getting scared. He's being really physical with him. They maybe could have made some calls on that, but um, you can see Embiid was like hurting. He couldn't really get any much lift on the on the the sort of fadeaways that he likes to do from the high post area. Um, and Horford yeah. I think, blocked him at least three times in the fourth in the fourth quarter. Um, and Celtics go on a 14-2 run. Um, that's capture the Brogdon wide open three. It kind of feels like they're going to win the game. Um, and then Tucker gets this huge offensive rebound um, and one after uh, Harris airballs a jump shot. Yeah, that was a terrible possession too. Yeah. It somehow got bailed out. Yeah. Yeah. Where it, there was a possession it, deep in the fourth as well, where indeed just ended up taking a fadeaway three over Horford. Uh, they didn't get, that wasn't close. Um, Smart got to the line, two free throws. Harden ties it uh, with the floater with 16 seconds left. Harden was massive in this game. Um, Both times the Celtics tried to 
tie or win the game um, in regulation. And in the end of regulation, and in the, in the end of overtime, uh, Missoula let them play, didn't call a timeout to set anything up. Um, Questionable. First yeah. time, I'll give it to you. Second time, come on. Yeah, the first time I thought made a lot more sense than the second as well. Uh, Smart got a wide open three on the, on the first time, uh, just bricked it out. Um, and to overtime we go, there's a huge charge call with about a minute and a half left where um, we talked about this before we pressed record, but um, Embiid's, Embiid does a sort of little Euro step, but Smart slides right in and he, he tries to go around him, but he ends up like elbowing through his chest. Um, they called it charge on the floor. Uh, most of the reaction, social media reactions on Twitter were kind of surprised that they didn't overturn it to, to become a block, but we kind of thought it was the right call in the moment. And so did the, so did the, the broadcasters on ESPN. So it was kind of a weird, weird thing to see. Well, well the, the, Martin. Yeah, Steve Gatti Gatti thought it was a, a block, yeah. but, uh, or thought it was a charge, but yeah. uh, Doris and Mark Jones, the commentators, they were, they were thinking that it, it would, may get overturned um and so doc yeah. challenged that they lose the challenge lose the timeout and because of that they can't um he can't challenge this this offensive foul call that should have been called on tatum um like the next play where he completely that wasn't even like blatant maxi was blatant and he hits a three you kind of feel like oh this is the game again um and then there's this Harden play, which is really interesting to think about because he goes to the basket and he kind of feels like he could just take a layup. Um, and you're kind of thinking like, oh, Ben Simmons all over. Um, and I forget, I forget who he's who he passed it in the corner to. He tried to swing it out to the corner on the opposite. Also, side. it was Maxi that sent yeah. that corner. It feels like yeah, because I think Harris was in the other corner. Um, yeah. And he kind of swings it out and. White tips the pass, it goes out of bounds, and then they, they run up, they drop a play for Harden, um, and he gets a three. But, well, so, it wasn't even really drawn up for him because no, he, like more... he, he he goes to the corner, the same corner that Maxi was on, and just kind of yeah, uh, just just hits it. I mean, he 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 was pretty wasn't super contested, and no, uh, which people are saying because so Brown shaded in like off Harden. For, yeah, like it felt like no real reason. It was like, hey, it's like strong side corner, so like you don't ever really help from there. Like yeah. Tatum also like was there. They were trying like, to deny him the ball, and yeah, okay, he took the he took Brown around, um, yeah, sort of screen and hits the three. But you think if he just takes that layup, they might have not won the game because that's that's what that's what gave them the lead. And yeah, uh, yeah, they uh, they're up one with about ten seconds left. Uh, Missoula again doesn't call a timeout um, and it goes to smart and he makes the shot but he doesn't get it off and it was pretty clear that he didn't get it off um, yeah and I mean we talked about this uh, over text but like the amount of times where Marcus where Marcus Smart is shooting in these like win like situations to win or tie yeah, the game was so pretty ridiculous like it it's happened like, <laughs> both possessions where they had a chance to win the game he was the one who was shooting. Uh, the first one, Tatum, Tatum tried to get to the rim, and he kind of had a double team. I think he made the right play. But the second was just yeah. kind of more swinging around. They and they took forever to get into what they wanted to do, uh, the Celtics did. And so Philly escapes, and game five will be Tuesday night um, in Boston. And we'll see if Harden can 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 reach back into his bag like he did in game one and game four because um, he was awful in game two and three. But, um, yeah two losses but he had 42 tonight he had 46 or 45 in game one um which was a which was an awesome game that we didn't talk about because it was that we did the podcast the day before or you know we did the day of i think like we ended like yeah, 50 morning or tip or something yeah um, and it was like his best playoff game ever um he made that huge oh, it was like vintage harder man yeah that crazy. huge three over over horford at the end and they, yeah. they got out of there with it without uh without Embiid but um what do you think of this series right now and like I, I feel like the Celtics have to feel pretty good going home but Harden's yeah the they don't really you would think in theory they, they'd be able to guard them to guard them well with all the wings they have but like it seems like when he feel when he's feeling it it's it's not really doesn't really matter yeah I mean he's been cooking like smart white 
Brown. I think Brown's the only one that they felt like kind of gave him a little bit more trouble. Um, Tatum, I mean, didn't really get that many possessions against him, I guess. But, like, yeah, it just doesn't really feel like they have an answer for Harden. Like, he's either just going to be hitting or he's not hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, Embiid, it felt like they've really been able to, to bother. Um, I think he got the points tonight, but the efficiency, like, isn't quite there uh, to the level that you'd expect. And, like, I think that's kind of the best that you can expect. Um, and they haven't really had to like do too much doubling or anything like that. Like they haven't had to do anything too crazy to slow down Embiid, uh, which I think they have to feel pretty comfortable about. Yeah, I mean Horford's um, great one on one, and um, yeah, I think that's like, gonna to be, be honest with you, like it didn't feel like they lost that game on the defensive end. Like it felt like Philly was like Philly's offense was pretty like broken there. From like they went up fifteen, and then like it seemed like everything. That they were that Philly was trying to do also was kind of stalled out. Um, they were like ISO heavy, like a lot of bad shots, uh, either going a little too fast and like rushing into shots that weren't great or like taking too long. And now all of a sudden, like Tobias is having to take a weird shot or uh, Maxi's having to throw something up. And like it felt like the offense wasn't really there for Philly. And like Boston had its chances, but then on the other end, like they, their offense is also stalling out. Uh, and like that's to me like the more concerning part. But like, yeah, like, like you said, when Brown goes out of the game, like how do you generate offense? In the third quarter, it felt like Tatum's the only person that's really being able to create offense consistently. Everyone else is kind of like struggling, searching for shots, right? It's not transition, it's nothing like, easy. Um, so yeah, I just feel like Boston, like, and it, and it shouldn't like it feels like it shouldn't be this way because you do have points of attack with Philly that like are weak. Right? would think that not like you should be able to put Maxi into an action like almost every single time. Um and Bede's like moving okay, but he's not moving at like, you know, like his regular season levels. Right. Um you have Harden even like in theory you, you would think it's like a, a point that you at least kind of press. Um but it hasn't really felt like they've been able to kind of find any consistent um even against a fairly defensive it feels like it should not be as strong as they've been able to kind of hold it out to. Yeah. And you've seen you've seen the impact Tucker has made with like the effort stuff. I, th- I think if they don't have him um, in this in this game four, they they definitely wilt away and lose. And he's kind of you can see him watching the game. He's kind of imploring for the effort from Embiid. He's telling Embiid to stay aggressive, even though Horford's kind of locking him up in the fourth quarter. There, um, I think for Boston, I, I will say like yeah. Well, I was gonna say that like yeah, like I think you're right about Boston feeling better just because like this is probably like Harden hitting two huge shots. Um, that tipped like that deflected pass that you were talking about with him like under the rim I think they're like two crucial offensive rebounds one was like the Tucker under the basket and I think Tucker might have had another one either Tucker or Tobias like forced another one uh, yeah. like at another time and like if those like few bounces go like Boston's way we're talking about Philly being down 3-1 and like what does Philly do with this offense there's another collapse like classic Doc Rivers team like what like what do they do and Boston's feeling amazing, you know, with a chance to close out at home. So, like, if I'm Boston, I'm like, like all the process stuff seems to be okay. Like, you just need a couple bounces, and, like, you probably just need your offense to not stall out. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said about the longer the series goes with the the injury that Embiid has that you could tell is, like, I think I don't think it really bothered him in game two, three, four. He looks pretty good. Um, I mean, game two and three, but today, like, the, the kind of lift, he was getting wasn't great um yeah and you know he he has a history of breaking down um and i mean i'm kind of expecting this could be a long series i'm expecting game five to look like game two to be honest um with boston mm-hmm. just kind of blowing him out uh we'll see if that happens but it seems like harden's kind of like anthony davis where like you're not going to get back-to-back good performances pretty much ever um and when he's when he's at when he's at that level, the Celtics, I mean, it's a problem for him. Um, and we haven't gotten a good really like explosion from Maxi yet, which could could be maybe maybe that gets them one of these games on the road that they could be facing here. But um, it kind of feels like the Miami series last year where they Philly wins, they don't blow the the game four that you kind of expect, and then Miami came comes back, blows them out, and then takes game six on the road. Yeah. I feel like these two teams are probably more even than Miami and Philly were by a little bit, maybe. But um, I still like the matchup for Boston and 
just Tatum being able to score on these guys. And, they, and they've been hunting hard and it's been working pretty well. Well, and I expect that to continue. And if, if yeah. Missoula can make smarter, not even rotation decisions, but just, you know, drawing up stuff versus letting them play. But that's that's kind of a stylistic thing. And I don't know if that's going to change. But um, in these close games, yeah, he seems pretty it almost does favor Philly. Because, because of their ability to get to the line and because of what Harden's been able to do. Um, and we've seen Boston yeah. go in the clutch this year um, pretty consistently. So, Yeah, I, I think, like, Harden is sort of the X factor of the rest of the series, right? Like, I mean, you need two good performances out of him to be able to steal this series. Um, I don't think you're going to get him. I, th- I think you'll get one maybe with their backs against the wall in game six at home. Um, but I just can't. Like, it's tough for me to see them winning two games in the series when man like it just doesn't feel like Embiid can like get to that level that like they need him to be at if Harden's off um and like Maxi's like the most frustrating thing for me was sometimes like it felt like Maxi was getting some good downhill drives and like they were kind of you know if they can put him into some of these like dribble handoff situations like he has the speed to like bother Boston um but like they just weren't really looking for that a lot and like it seems like their offense kind of like, again, just bogs down a little too much. And like, they get a little bit too like, okay, which is like kind of ISO, 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 like feel it out. And like if Embiid or Harden don't get past their guy, like no one else is really going to touch the ball. So. Yeah. Yeah. And Tobias Harris wasn't great today. Um, I don't think we really expect him to pick that up based on, you know, he's a, he's a $35 million man. Um, Live up to it. But yeah, I, I think I think I still like the matchup for Boston, and you know I I do think this should they should probably be up three one right now. But um, yeah, that's what feels like a steal, man. There's like all time steal. Yeah, there's advantages. Yeah, they have that. I'd still feel good about them winning the series. I'd probably I'd probably say they're going to win in six. I don't know. I just don't. My distrust of this Philly team is just so strong. Yeah. Like it's just from everything, like vibes perspective, Harden and Beat history, Rivers history, like it's yeah, it just doesn't feel like they can figure out a way to win it. But I don't know. I mean, today, like it, everything was like pointing towards like I right, like this is it. This is the classic point where they blow the series and they didn't. Yeah. So like now I'm like well, <sighs> yeah. But this this one just feels like like a lot of little things happen that like you know they, they kind of got away with with their own bad play. And I don't know if that happens twice. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. And we can see it. I mean, if Harden has one of these games and another one of these games in them, they could definitely take it, but uh, we haven't really seen a yeah. go mode yet, but given the nature yeah. of the injury, I don't really think we can expect it, but um, anyway, moving on to Warriors Lakers, we haven't touched on this series yet either. Um, this, this game one tipped off uh, Monday night. I, as well or maybe no Tuesday actually but um in I'll just recap the first two games we can talk about what happened uh, last night in game three but uh game one was a dominant paint performance from the Lakers uh Davis had 30 and 23 I think four or five blocks uh didn't really feel Looney's defense at all uh and he was making jumpers and when he's making jumpers like he did in the bubble he's kind of impossible to stop um, yeah. And sometimes the shots go in, sometimes they don't. Um, but they attack the basket way more. Schroeder was really good attacking the basket, shot a lot of free throws, even though the Warriors made 21 threes, um, which is the third least uh, or the third most, uh, like the third most made threes where the team still lost the game in the playoffs ever, um, which was interesting. Uh, Looney at 23 rebounds, which just keeps happening. It's pretty crazy. Um, but uh, I think last game was the first time he'd been. Yeah, yeah. Like Draymond got foul trouble and pool. The, the talk was about that pool shot, but I thought it was, I thought it was, I was fine with it. He was pretty open. Yeah. Um, and I love it. Yeah, it's like you, that's not who you want taking the shot, but like you get a good yeah. three point shooter, an open look, and you knew, you knew the Lakers weren't going to let Curry get the ball. Um, so yeah, I think it was more like why is Poole the one shooting it rather than like the actual look itself. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. you're not like it's not an okay game. So yeah, it wasn't step in clay. And like if it's yeah. it could be Wiggins, it could be Poole, and it could be Draymond. So 
Um, I just, yeah, I mean, the Lakers are a good defensive team um, and they're really physical. But uh, in game two, uh, AD was not hitting his jumper and Draymond's defense was really good. Um, the Lakers, I mean, they, they go as AD goes. Like, if he plays well, they win. If he doesn't, they lose. Um, and we've seen that. Uh, really, other than that game five in Memphis where he was where he was pretty good, we've kind of seen that yeah. in these playoffs. Um, yep. Curry had a great passing game. He ended with 12 assists. He was setting Clay up. Clay, fought, Clay had his best game in the playoffs. He had eight threes. Um, they kind of the there was a stretch there in the third where they were hitting everything. Yeah, everything. yeah. Like, it was one of those Wiggins, even third quarters where it's just they kind of blow the game open and yeah. the Lakers try to make Curry a playmaker and he obliged and he shredded them. Um, and it's good to see Clay get going after kind of a like not great Kings series and the the complete no show in Game Seven. Um, yeah. The Warriors hunted Reeves. Um, they not even on the ball really, but like running through, running him through screens for Stephen Clay. It's just exhausting to face this team in a playoff series because how well conditioned they are, which we talk about all the time. Um, and they kind of used his aggression against him, like sort of like if he was going to over pursue, they they would flip flip whatever action they were running and uh, have the guy going the other way. Um, another great Rui Hachimura game from the Lakers. Uh, and he, he's just been amazing in the playoffs. Um, yeah. He's been huge, he's huge for them, despite the loss. Uh, yeah. And game three last night was a blowout. I didn't watch any of it um, for uh, – was that my commencement? But um, it's like a 30-point win. Congrats to you, by the way. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, we were at uh, – sorry. Uh, Lakers win by like 30. Um, I know that D'Lo had a good game from the box score. Four, but um we're gonna see we're gonna see what the Warriors do in game four. It's gonna be a lot like the uh uh this time on the road or but um feels like the King series where it could come down to the final couple minutes and the game fours are always so huge. Um but they still have home court and you kind of get the feeling like even if they do lose game four, they can still come back. Um yeah, yeah, yeah that's scary, game, but but like I wouldn't I could like I could see it, um, yeah. and like I, yeah, the Lakers should be favored to win this series, and they are. But I kind of would still be. I kind of still trust the Warriors to get it done. I don't know. LeBron's not. He hasn't been good. Um, and they're they're letting him shoot. The jumper has not been there all playoffs. I think he's shooting like eighteen percent from three in the playoffs this year. Yeah, um, it's something really bad from three. I think they could get more extreme with the way they're sagging off of him and um, the adjustments that they make. And it's hard to beat this team four times in seven games because no one in the West has ever done it when they've had all three yeah. games. So. Yeah. No, I, I would be concerned still if I'm the Lakers. Like, uh, I think the AD stuff is just, like, A, they're, like, so reliant on him. And, like, B, like, yeah, it's, it's, if he's not showing up every other game, like, that comes from it. I think the LeBron stuff is more concerning just because yeah, you're seeing the transition to kind of being – 80s team um yeah but like for lebron to like the drop off has been pretty like steep honestly and he was pretty he was yeah. other than that grizzlies game four he hasn't been very good um in the playoffs and he's playing he's playing good yeah in theory but like you know i think he's kind of hey. having will like he, he has to use his his gas tank effectively and, and kind of yeah spots um even well he has to manage himself a lot team. more yeah yeah and there's still there's and still you don't hard. see him just kind of like i think the big thing is that like yeah like even like even in the bubble it felt like there were times there were games where if he just decided that he wants to score 40 he can still score 40 like easily but now he's like actually like like he's more human now. like you know he has to work to get to 40 yeah um and yeah it's you know if it's if the jump shot's not falling then it really becomes tough uh because he yeah. can't just blow by guys like they're not to. they don't have the so. best facing as a team to begin with um yeah yeah also that doesn't help <laughs> yeah if you want to bring in beasley i think Rus russell shooting really well really helps um for yeah but um if there's a problem with this team that's what it is uh, yeah. And you know, I think I think 
Darvin Ham's done a pretty good job, honestly. But um, yeah, I mean, just this, just the, you know, no one's beating the Warriors in the West. And I just don't, I don't like, I'll believe it when I see it. It's kind of one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still got Warriors in seven. Yeah. Um, but me too. Yeah. I think the game four is a little bit, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's as important just because, like you said, like they got game five at home. And they, if you win game five, especially if you like can blow them out in game five, like you're still feeling pretty good about game six. Yeah. Even on the road, like I think you're still feeling pretty all right. Well, so. the thing about that game six is like the referee, like the officiating is going to play a big part. In some of these oh, yeah. It's coming. Oh, they want seven. Oh, yeah. I mean, they want seven, but also I think they like, they might want the Lakers a little more. It's hard yeah. To say. Oh, yeah. These, these, these two teams are both so like prestigious and big market that um, it's kind of hard to like complain if you're the league about the outcome. Um, yeah. But I think a long series is definitely in the cards. So I hope we get it. Because uh, we only got one game seven yep. in round one. So I hope we get another one. Yeah. Need more, man. <laughs> we might get one. Like we're going to get Philly Boston might get one. Yeah. Denver, Denver Phoenix still got a chance. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we'll talk about that one next. Uh, game four yeah. tonight. Um, we talked about game one uh, after it happened, but uh, in yeah. game two, the Suns really tried to make it more of a grinded out game. Um, the shot made Denver wasn't hitting anything. Yeah. yeah, Denver wasn't hitting anything. <laughs> I think Murray finished like two for 12 or something. Uh, Jokic was Jokic was good. Other than that, the rest of the team kind of struggled. Um, and Denver's defense really turned it on, especially uh, KCP in the fourth guarding Booker. Um, sometimes spending some time on Durant, and they just couldn't hit the shots. Um, and Durant wasn't really as involved enough as he should have been. I thought. Um, you thought so? I thought he was playing bad. I, I didn't. I thought he should be involved less. No, I don't think he was playing good. But it just. It, like sometimes you watch, and I think they fixed this in game three, which is encouraging, but yeah. you watch and it kind of seems like he's just hanging out in the corner and it, that yes, everything's running yeah. to Booker, which I think is probably, I think is kind of good, but like, yeah. especially with CP three, uh, we haven't talked about this yet, but he's not, I mean, is he going to play tonight? I, I, don't I think, think he was out for three, four and five. Yeah. So he, he went out in game two um, in yeah. the second half. I think, and uh, with that, I think he's already been ruled out three, four, and five, six, and seven. They don't know. So interesting. Um, So yeah, he has this groin injury that he got in game two, and they kind of had to run everything through Booker, and that means a lot more campaign and some of the other bench guys um, in the rotation. It's already really thin. Um, But in game Uh, three, Booker and KD they combined for eighty-six, and they win by seven. Um, And some of the Nuggets role guys really did pull up. Jokic was great. Murray wasn't very good, uh, uh, and uh, Gordon especially struggled, but it's kind of like those guys seem to play a lot better at home. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah. I think like, seeing Booker being able to score like that um, is, is great, but the fact that you got 86 points out of those two guys, the only one by, you only won by seven because your defense is so bad, is pretty scary. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know. I picked Denver. We we disagreed on this series. I picked Denver. You picked Phoenix. Um, yeah. The minutes or the minute totals are just ramping up. <laughs> but I mean, what did you see from Game oh, Three that, that like encourages you, other than the scoring? That encourages me. Um, I mean, it's like the, the problem is there's not a whole lot that is that was all that encouraging outside of the scoring because it really felt like defensively we still have problems. Um, you know, like even with Aiden out there, it's kind of more of an energy problem, it seems like. And Aiden didn't end up closing this game. But with Londell out there, it, like, it's just, I think, a little bit too easy um, for, like, Jokic to, to be able to kind of do his thing and, like, you know, get whatever he wants. So there's not really, like, a good answer. Uh, Biombo didn't play last game. And, like, I think he's just kind of proven to not really be playable either in the series for the most part. Outside, like really, really small stretches. So, like that's what like concerns me is like I'm not really sure like where we go that's like actually going to get kind of this good balance of like you need the energy, you need the offensive rebounds, but then you also need like some shooting because like 
a Kogi is and like Craig are a little bit more like rebounding focused and like a little bit better defensively, but like tennis on game two, like I think they're both on the floor together in that like opening stretch of the fourth, and like they were the ones that have to make shots because like Denver adjusted heavy. They were like making Booker, Booker a passer. Um, they were kind of making KD a passer too for the most part, and like they couldn't really get anything going. But then you leave Craig open. If he can't hit that shot, there's like not a whole lot that like we can really do offensively. Like it really just cuts down our options mm-hmm. so much. Um, and then so you've had you know Ross get more minutes, TJ Warren get more minutes in game three, um, which worked out a little better. Like Ross still did not shoot very good. He was one for six or three. Um, but like, yeah, it does give you like a little bit more offense. So like that helps a little bit. But again, like there's a little bit of a defensive fall off. Um, it wasn't as big as I thought it would be. Um, but like, I don't know how much of that's just kind of like Denver has been struggling to shoot a little bit, um, yeah. last couple of games, uh, Michael Porter Jr. was great this, I think in game three, <clears throat> but like he, like him, Murray, Gordon, and like even KCP before the fourth quarter were really bad shooting, uh, in game two. Um, I think they were like shooting like 19% entering the fourth quarter from three. It was, it was an absurdly low number. Um, so like. But, like, it didn't feel like a lot of their looks were that bad. Like, it wasn't so much our defense. It was just, like, them missing looks. Um, so, like, that's the bit that, like, concerns me that, like, they shot 33% from three, even in game three. And, again, like, a seven-point game um, with Booker going ballistic, KD having probably the best game that he's had all series. Um, if some of those threes start to go down, like, I just don't think, like, you know, I, I don't think the math problem has, like, changed I think that like we just kind of happened to get a little lucky these last two games. Well, um, I mean, they made so, every mid-range shot in game three. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if you expect that to continue, then sure they can they can win any game. But I just don't. I just don't. Like, on face face value, like with them scoring that well and only winning that game by seven, I just feel like yeah, that's just not sustainable. And yeah, I mean, it's kind kind of gone to the point where it's like we're going as far as Booker is going to take us, which is like, like slightly uncomfortable thought because it just feels like Jokic is still like, Hey, like it also feels like Jokic has a little bit more like depth around him. Like they're like guys you can kind of look to to step up and hit a lot of shots. Um, I don't really know if Phoenix has that, especially like the CP3 out, like the load on Booker to be doing everything. Like mm-hmm. You're probably going to see a lot of like just blitzing Booker, doubling Booker, get the ball out of his hands tonight. Um, and like, once that starts happening, I mean, you saw Dallas do it last year and like yeah. we kind of fell apart. Um, you would think it's different when you have KD on the team, but like I don't know. Um, like, and that's gonna I, be- I don't know. K- KD's had his struggles too. So, like, that, that's, that's, the, that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, Booker's been better <laughs> this whole run. And I think, uh, yeah, Booker's having an unbelievable run, but like that can't, like, you know, we're still struggling to win a lot of these games. Even yeah. the Clippers series, like he was going off and we're struggling to get, get to the finish line. Yeah. And I think I think the blitzing is definitely a it's like an obvious adjustment. I'd be surprised if we don't see that tonight. Um oh, yeah. from Denver. Um <clears throat> Malone's a pretty good coach. Um and I think it's gonna be on Monty to sign it to kind of get Katie involved if if Booker's yeah. not gonna be, you know, having the ball in his hands because the defense is so aggressive. Um yep. So it's going to be a lot of that. And then, like, it's going to be like, I, I think this could be like an eight in series as well here in game four and five. It's like, at, when they start blitzing Booker, a lot of that stuff is going to come from like Jokic playing at the level. They're probably going to send another guy. And like, you know, can you make Jokic pay for having to come out to the three point line to defend some of these pick and rolls? Yeah. Like, is and, Aiden going to be know, able to make, once they put him in action? Like, is Aiden going to be able to make these passes? Like, yeah. Can he make the passes? Can he I don't get think some so. mismatch inside? Is he going to score? No. Right? And like, yeah, no, probably not. And and like, that's the concerning thing. And like, it's like, all right, if he's not doing that, now we're going to, you know, Jock Landale. And like, you know, you don't really expect him to do that. So it's, yeah, I, like schematically, it's just feel like that, that, tried, we've been talking about the math problem, but yeah. Like the What's mega that? small lineup. Us? Where KD's at the five. I haven't seen it. Okay. I think they've always had one of Landale or uh, I know that Monty doesn't like doing that, but no, I just want to see it. We might get ripped up by Jokic. I think that, that's how we would. Like, whatever. Yeah, 
I mean, if, if like you got to match that up to like whatever, like three, four minutes that you If like the game starts today and like they're down by 15 at half or something, then yeah. you got to throw everything. Yeah. yeah. I think you got to, you got to try that just to see. Um, put, put as much shooting as you can out there um, and yeah. kind of play Clippers ball. Um, okay. Yeah. So prediction wise for the end of the series. So I, I said uh, six before, and I think yeah, I kind of want to say, I kind of think they're gonna win tonight. So I kind of want to say five, but who knows? I could see the nugget. What I could totally see is the Nuggets going up three one and then losing the game five and then winning games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I might flip my prediction of Nuggets in six. Um, it just feels like there's too much on the board for them, um, and like like we needed to win that game too a lot more than they needed to win it. Um, Cause like we got everything we wanted. We got the slow it down game. We got like, okay, like now it's going to be a mid range battle. Threes don't matter. They're missing. You get into, you know, like that end of third quarter Booker is making everything. And it's like, you just need to get like two stops. You get two stops. You go into the fourth quarter up by like nine, nine, 10, you win that game. Um, but you can't get the stops. You don't do anything with Jokic. Uh, and like, I credit to him. Like he had some tough shots too. And like, like at times he feels unguardable. Uh, but like you know it's just like we can't you know we couldn't get the stops when we needed to and like that felt like the point of the series where it's like right, like that we're going to look back on that and it's like mm-hmm. you know you could have you had the chance you know yeah. you had what you needed to out of everybody um, but you couldn't get it done so game through is big but um, yeah I don't know I mean Booker's been on like an unbelievable tear like I, I think some of the numbers are like ridiculous like no one except for like MJ and LeBron have been putting up some of these like scoring numbers through like eight games in the postseason. Yeah. Um, but like, it's like, all right, like, you know, A, like, can he, can he keep it up? And like B, um, I mean, Denver is going to big time just do everything to get the ball out of his hands. And like, you know, it's, it's just not like sustainable. It feels like, like, even if he's doing it, like it just doesn't feel like the rest of the team is there. So. Yeah. And they need all of it. Um, yeah. Tough. Denver, I mean, yeah. Denver, Denver kind of got overlooked coming into the postseason, but they've been, they've been probably the most yeah. impressive team so far, um, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Eh, probably, probably Miami, honestly, but um, it's either that. Yeah, I think Miami's been the team of the playoffs so far, for sure. Yeah, and we'll but, get to that. Um, uh, yeah, Denver's, like, taking care of their business, right? They're the one seed. They came in. They knew yeah. what they had to do, and they're doing it. It's, it's what I thought Milwaukee would do, and, and that's what Denver's doing. So. Yeah, I mean, we might we might be headed towards two <clears throat> matches of playoff series from last year if the Warriors if the Warriors beat the Lakers and the Nuggets beat the uh, beat the Suns, and then on the other side of the bracket, if Boston no, we, we didn't see Warriors, we didn't see Warriors number last year, did we? We saw Warriors Nuggets in the first round last year, yeah, without Murray, oh, no Murray, yeah, Murray, no Murray, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't the conference. Yeah, I forgot about that series. My bad. Uh, my bad. You might get the Heat Heat Celtics rematch in the conference finals, which I'm kind of not excited about. But like, I yeah, I just don't. Why? I mean, we'll talk about it. But like the Heat, I mean, yeah. they just don't have the talent. It feels like, but they're good though. They're so good. It's, it's I'm fully on the train again. <laughs> it just feels like the same team from last year minus Hero. I guess you add Kevin Love, but like. Yeah, but Hero was like a negative last year anyway. So then. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind because I love I love seeing Jimmy, but like I just yeah. want I just want some like you think the Knicks will put up more of a fight? No. Oh but okay. it just I, yeah. I just feel like the Celtics would win. Um either way. Yeah, I, like I don't know. I, I think they're like heavy favorites either way. Yeah. But I think Miami puts up a much better fight. Yeah, consider yeah. Okay, well we'll talk about them. Um, we had game one on Sunday, which we we hit on um, on the Monday episode, and then uh, game two, R.J. Barrett gets to a, off to a hot start, sixteen points first quarter. Uh, got Robinson some early foul trouble, but the Knicks kind of uh, kept hammering. There was no Jimmy in this game. Uh, Brunson was really good. Randall was even better in his return. Uh, the Knicks kind of pulled it out. It looked like the Heat were going to steal game two um, for, like, yeah. like, that's what it, like, really looked like it was gonna, they were going to do that uh, for a lot of the second half. Um, and the Knicks kind of, the Knicks made some big shots at the end of the game to win the game. But uh, game three yesterday, Jimmy returns. He looks 100%. Uh, 
Um, he's doing all his little pivots and uh, stuff that he likes to do. Those, those two, the, the, the patented Jimmy two-handed dunk where he just kind of just drops yeah. it in because uh, he doesn't want to expend the energy because he's just so smart. Um, he and Struis played really Yeah, he did that reverse, though. <laughs> yeah, he did that reverse, but he talked about it. He was like, I don't do that every yeah. time. It takes up too much energy. Um, but he, yeah, he's like, I really am that athletic. Um, and him and Struis, they get him off to a 21-10 start, and they kind of they rolled from there. And then when the Heat making their threes, man, they're hard to beat. Uh, Randall really struggled in this game, um, which I think, I think we're going to see. Maybe that can continue going forward. The Heat made an adjustment where they had Butler sort of not guarding Brunson one-on-one so he could be in a help position, um, putting him on Barrett instead. Uh, Vincent had a bad game, finally. He's been really good this whole season, um, this whole playoff shooting-wise, and he had, he had a stinker last night. And the Heat stole him by 20. The so night that I just... put him to make four plus threes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is the Vincent game. They're going back home. It's time. So... Might get it. Might get it tomorrow. Might get it tomorrow. I'll be running back. Um, so, don't tell me. This series kind of feels over. Like I, I don't want to. Like, of course, if the Knicks can win tomorrow, but I just don't. It, I don't really see it. Like, there are a lot of problems. Like they got yeah, a you're, lot. You're of both problems. on the Heat, and they're able to pull. They're able to pull Robinson out of the paint because they have Bam. Yeah, and they have yeah. Love. We can both shoot Bam from the mid range yeah. from three. And it's just like it's so different. It's just a different series from the Cavs series. Like the the coaching stuff. Like you have probably the worst coach in the playoffs versus the best. Um, <laughs> second uh, worst. Second worst. Bud, who's the worst? Bud. Bud. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> oh yeah, we need to talk about. That's what we're going to end with the the Bucks firing. But but. Um, oh, we didn't talk about it. Yet. Yeah, yeah. We forgot to talk about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like like Brunson has to be so good for them to win these games. If it's going to come down to Brunson being better than Butler, I just don't really see it because the heat had the best player in the series by a wide margin. Um, and love really changes what they're able to do. And he's been such a good pickup for them and definitely one that Cleveland could choose. Absolutely too, man. Yes. Yes. Big time. Yeah. The shooting, the defense, um, just like, he's a smart player. Like you see it in the transition stuff. Um, yeah, the outlet has to make things continue to game through. Yeah, just makes things so much easier um, to get like a lot of easy baskets, a lot of like cheap baskets that, like, again, Cleveland was kind of missing. You know, like mm-hmm. they had their chances and like they just couldn't get buckets sometimes. And like, yeah, you want Kevin Love in there? Changes the game for sure. Um, yeah, the, the Vincent Jimmy stuff with like switching, like putting Vincent on Brunson was like probably the biggest thing. Um, and like that was something, like, I, I don't know if you follow Brady Hawk on twitter mm, i don't think so maybe he's like a miami like film room guy basically okay uh, like not like official but like yeah uh, on twitter he does it and, like, is he, he the guy who made the butler thread about the, the, the yeah okay then yeah I, I saw that i think so yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah like he's basically like showing it's like a whole thread on twitter of like mm-hmm. how much butler is able to disrupt people um in that like essentially like we call it like the rover rule um yeah. whatever you want to call it the help rule um but yeah with, with Brun- or with barrett especially you know I, I, if barrett starts making threes this becomes a very different conversation um then all of a sudden like now you have to like actually respect it um but until barrett can kind of prove that he's going to make threes consistently um and like as well and take threes consistently then like i think butler just has a little bit too much uh too much time to roam and like it kind of clogs up that like lane area where brunson likes to work and get into um and it kind of makes the shots that Brunson's taking a little bit more uncomfortable. Uh, kind of gives a lot of more confidence to Vincent, who, you know, I, I thought Vincent was kind of the guy that they were able to attack really early in game one uh, with Barrett. And, like, Vincent's the guy that they're going to go after for the rest of the series if they can get him. But, like, he's solid, you know, though. I think. Like, he, I mean. He's solid, but he can't take RJ. Yeah, physically. Like, RJ is, yeah. Not on the level, but he's I mean, he's a good, like, positional defender. Like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He He knows what he's doing. It's not like a Robinson situation, but, like, it's just, like, he doesn't have the size to really be able to impact some of, like, New York's bigger guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I think New York's got to try and, like, throw out something a little bit different. Um, I don't know if that's more Grimes, Toppin kind of struggled a little bit. Um, But, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Grimes hasn't really been shooting the ball that great in the playoffs either, so, like, that's kind of the worry. Um, I don't really know where he's kind of, like, you can't really just conjure up shooting out of nowhere in the playoffs, it feels like. So, 
um it really feels like yeah you either need randall to kind of take a step up but like i don't know if i'd be able to count on that or you need brunson to outplay jimmy and like i don't see that either um but yeah well i'll be curious to see because they they've been really bad at like hunting mismatch like they've been bad at like forcing miami into mismatches if that makes sense and like obviously like the most stark example of that was like the end of game one where like they didn't put jimmy in any actions um but in general like even in this past game like they just don't really do much to be able to like put the like guys into like uncomfortable situations like be able to like draw jimmy into like you know away from the help and like actually make them punish for like coming to help um and like stuff like that like you have to be able to take advantage against miami um i also haven't really won the duncan robinson minutes i think by like that much which like is another thing it just feels like you have to like be able to do um, no you got to be able to been, that guy when he's yeah there. he's been like lost still defensively and like he was he was a plus seven in game three well i mean he 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 didn't play in the playoffs last year like at all (laughs) like for a reason like yeah for a very very good reason and because teams were just hunting him and the celtics were gonna do it yeah and the sixers were even gonna do it um so yeah and really have found a way to do it yeah um yeah um it just yeah it feels like a coaching mismatch and talent mismatch a little bit um, yeah, I mean, like, look, you had Gabe Vincent go one for eight from the field. You had Duncan Robbins go one for five from three. And it wasn't even like Jimmy was, like, shooting great. He was, get, he was getting to the foul line very well. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, you, between that and, like, the amount of, like, Struce, like, layups or, like, easy baskets, that was also like, heavily concerning. <laughs> like, if Struce is, like, straight line driving past people, like, yeah. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be no, yeah, he so. should not be able to do that. I agree. Um, yeah, so. and he was. Uh, so it looks like Miami's yeah. gonna go back to the Eastern Conference Finals for the third time in four years here. Four years, yeah. I think the only year they didn't was the uh, first round loss to the Bucks. Yeah, so really impressive by them. Um, and we'll see who awaits them. Um, I mean, we're talking like the series is over, but it's not. But like, yeah. it feels yeah. like it is. So I wouldn't be surprised the next time we talk. That it it just feels like Miami has so much more margin for error the rest of the series. Yeah, you know, that's not like, just about being up two one. Like, it's just, like yeah, the Knicks have to get off into rebounds. They have to like, cut, they have to like mm-hmm. cut down turnovers because they're not like they're not like a great shooting team. Yeah. Like, just all this stuff that like yeah. that the Cavs weren't able to exploit at all, and it makes it it makes it look. Yeah, so Miami's good. been so much better at like gang rebounding than Cleveland was, right? And so, like, that makes a problem. You're not getting these, like, crazy rebounding margins. And even when you are, you're having to work a lot harder for, like, the putback stuff, right? Like, it's not easy. Like, second-chance baskets. So, no, Miami's been great. I mean, I, I think their defense has been incredible. I think the offense has been okay. But, like, that, that's going to, you know, be a problem maybe against Boston or Philly. Um, but the defense has been so, so good. Yep. Okay, um, we will move to the news that the Bucks fired Bud Mike Budenholzer, who we've given a lot of shit over the years on here um, for good reason. And we kind of, I mean, we laid off. We we didn't really lay into him after the game five loss, which is good, I guess, because his brother died. Wow. Yeah. We didn't know. Um, a little bit yeah. awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know until I don't yeah, think anyone knew until like a couple of days after. Um, so yeah, I think that's yeah. part of why you didn't see the firing so immediately. Um, but they they kind of leaked, they kind of put this report out right before the Lakers game on Tuesday. Um, and or game, the game two, whenever that was, not Tuesday, but um, and it must have been Friday. Friday. This feels like a Friday, though. Friday, Friday. Yeah. Um, and Uh, they fired a championship coach. We've seen this with Nick Nurse in Toronto this this season. It's becoming more and more common, but I think I think we talked about this. It's more like needing a new voice, not even like his principles, which I think for the most part do work um, against most teams. And Miami was able to exploit that because they have such good coaching and they have players who understand. Um, but I mean, it's going to be interesting who they look at. Frank Vogel has been mentioned. Uh, there's been a Nuggets assistant that's going to get interviewed, I believe. Yeah. I saw today. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. but Yeah, I, I hadn't heard of him before. Um, uh, Nick Nurse is also the other big big name uh, that's that could be in the mix. But um, 
we talked about the Nick Nurse potential before. I don't really think I like. I don't really like that as much. I think Vogel would be a great one, honestly. Um, yeah, I think Vogel could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a really good defense. The Lakers have the best defensive defense defense in the league under him, and that's what Bud's been able to do. And maybe he's not. Maybe he's a little more creative, which I think which I think could could really help um, things in Milwaukee yeah. when the, you know they're just insistent on playing drop and you know sticking with the matchups and maybe Vogel kind of flips those around and gets more creative. He's not a great offensive coach. I think Bud is a little better, but. Well, that, um, that's been my thing that like, you know, like I, all the names that I'm hearing, I, I don't know the Denver guy as well. I don't know if he's in charge of like Denver's offense, in which case like I'm kind of excited, but yeah. like, <clears throat> I feel like the offensive side of the ball is like more where like their concerns. Yeah, are, definitely. Like moving forward. Um, Cause like, it just feels like that offense is, I mean, it's so ugly to watch. I know I've mentioned it a million times. I hated watching the Bucks play the last few years just because, like, their offense is not fun. Um, but, like, it, it just should not be as stagnant. And, like, it's, it's so reliant on, like, Giannis or somebody getting, like, past their guy. And it's, I don't know. It's just ugly all around um, is what I'm trying to say. But um, that's why, yeah, I, I'm hoping that either one of the assistants that they get for next year or the head coach that they get is like a little bit more offensive minded can like kind of bring some like more creative ideas to the offense. Um, Cause like, again, like you have a lot of talent there. Like I would just love to be able to like see it being used better. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the offense is the problem. You've, you've seen that down the stretch in a lot of these games, um, especially in the 2021 run, it was like the main talking point of that oh, pretty yeah, the yeah. entire second round so um yeah we'll see i mean bud's definitely gonna coach again uh the question is where yeah it might be a couple of years before that happens but we'll see um wouldn't mind him in new orleans just gonna throw that out there uh if that'd be kind of yeah young yeah, team yeah. i like i like the i think if he's gonna make us shoot more threes i like that so we need to yeah. um so i'm i'm intrigued so <laughs> Yeah, I think that's going to do it. But we've got Suns Nuggets game four in a couple hours here. Uh, we'll see if the Suns can get the win that they desperately need. So Aro can be happy. Yeah, otherwise it's going to be a rough week. Graduation week, if they get knocked out, man. Not Aro's away. I'm going to do it either way. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a given. That is a given. <laughs>